Welcome to The Narrator Presents. I'm your host, The Narrator. And today we're looking at a short poem, or rather a narrative poem, by Alfred Lord Tennyson, titled The Lady of Shalott. What you should know about The Lady of Shalott is that it's part of a larger cycle here called the Arthurian Cycle, or Arthurian Legends. And just like the name implies, it's all about King Arthur. You know, remember that guy? So it's basically, again, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. And if there was something that Alfred Lord Tennyson was obsessed with, or passionate about, it was the legends of King Arthur. I mean, ever since he read Sir Talmus Mallory's Le Mort Arthur, Alfred Lord Tennyson was just enchanted by the legends of King Arthur and his knights and of the maidens and of everything pretty much related to King Arthur. As a matter of fact, Alfred Lord Tennyson ended up writing a lot about King Arthur. Uh, one of the, his major works is called Idols of the King, which you'll find in the description uh, linked to this podcast because in th- this specific edition there are selected poems and one of the poems is the narrative poem the lady of shalott which we'll be reading here today and it's a great poem really is it's a beautiful poem really and essentially again like i said it, it's based on Arthurian legend and tennyson loved it idols of the king is probably one of his greatest collection here or rather his greatest poem in my opinion really of sir thomas mallory's la mort d'arthur which essentially is just the chronicle of King Arthur. Now, for those of you that aren't too familiar with King Arthur, uh, it's good to take into account or to know that King Arthur, while he is British, right, in terms of comes from England and all that, he's not necessarily, the tales aren't, they didn't originate in England. They actually come from France. Uh, so if you're familiar with King Arthur, you know his greatest knight, Sir Lancelot, and Sir Lancelot's actually French. So look at that. So yeah, so the, so what Sir Thomas Mallory did was he just collected the tales, put them all together, and turned it into one big collection uh, that's very British. And if you read it, you'll see what I mean by very, being very British. And it's La Morte d'Arthur by Sir Thomas Mallory, who, by the way, had a very interesting life. This guy was, he lived like a, a life of action. I mean, this guy was in prison several times, and one time he even escaped by sword fighting his way out. <laughs> So check his check him out. He's actually pretty pretty interesting. You also find a copy of a uh, a link to his book on this description of this podcast as well. So we'll have that there for you. Uh, but in terms of the Lady of Shalott, uh, let, let's look at that. And the first thing to really pay attention to is just Tennyson himself. I mean, Tennyson is acknowledged as a master of broad range uh, poetic forms and of the finest poems, really both lyrical and dramatic, in the English language. So he really knew his stuff. He really was a master of poetry. And when when you check out The Lady of Shalott, it's a good introduction to Tennyson, I believe. You'll see how good he really just works his, his rhyming skills, really. So as for the poem itself, just a few things in detail so you understand the poem a little better. The Lady of Shalott is basically indebted to the Italian tale Donna de Scolotta. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, so essentially, the tale really goes back to Elaine of Astolat. And in Arthurian legend, Elaine is a woman who dies of unrequited love for Sir Lancelot. And it makes sense. So keep that in mind because this poem, The Lady of Shalai, is very much, in a way, you could argue it's Elaine. And what makes this poem very interesting is the fact that we don't really know who the Lady of Shalai truly is, right? People could say it's Elaine or someone else. Who knows? Uh, it's up to you to decide, really. But that's half the fun, I believe, of this poem. And also, what is really going on in this poem? Because 
there's a lot of hints of very dark things happening here that we're not really 100% sure as to these things being real or not. Maybe it's all in her head. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But once we jump into the poem, we'll definitely get to see what's going on with the Lady of Shalott. And on a final note, before we jump right into this poem here, if you actually look up the Lady of Shalott, there's a painting that comes out, a very beautiful painting by John William Waterhouse, I believe. And it's, it's a nice painting. It depicts the Lady of Shalott and her boat pretty much trying to make her way towards Camelot. And it's pretty much everywhere. It, it really is a lovely painting. And check that, out, check that out. Enjoy some art, you know. Definitely, definitely take that in. It's really, it's look, look at the painting, look at it, study it a little bit, you know. It's a beautiful painting, really. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to jump right into the poem and just pay attention to it and hopefully you like it. And if you do, check out more Tennyson. I mean, Tennyson had a lot of great things. Maybe even check out his Idols of the King. It's a great, it's a great narrative poem to check out. All right, guys, so that's enough of my yap for today here. So let's jump right in. The Lady of Shalott by Alfred Lord Tennyson Part 1 On either side the river lie Long fields of barley and of rye That clothe the wold and meet the sky And through the field the road runs by To many towered Camelot And up and down the people go Gazing where the lilies blow Round an island there below The island of Shalott Willows whiten, aspens quiver, little breezes dusk and shiver, through the wave that runs forever by the island in the river flowing down to Camelot. Four gray walls and four gray towers overlook a space of flowers, and the silent isle embowers the Lady of Shalott. By the margin, willow veiled, slide the heavy barges trailed by slow horses, and unhailed the shallop feeleth silken sailed skimming down to Camelot. But who hath seen her wave her hand, or at the casement seen her stand, or is she known in all the land, the Lady of Shalott? Only reapers reaping early, in among the bearded barley, hear a song that echoes cheerly from the river winding clearly, down to toward Camelot, and by the moon the reaper weary, piling sheaves in uplands airy, listening whispers, tis the fairy, Part 2 There she weaves by night and day A magic web with colors gay She has heard a whisper say A curse is on her if she stay To look down to Camelot She knows not what the curse may be And so she weaveth steadily And little other care hath she The Lady of Shalott And moving through a mirror clear That hangs before her all the year Shadows of the world appear there she sees the highway near, winding down to Camelot. There the river eddy whirls, and there the Shirley village churls, and the red cloaks of market girls pass onward from Shalott. Sometimes a troop of damsels glad, an abbot on an ambling pad, sometimes a curly shepherd lad, or long-haired page in crimson clad, goes by too toward Camelot, and sometimes through the mirror blue, the knights come riding two and two, she hath no loyal knight and true, the Lady of Shalott. But in her web she still delights, to weave the mirror's magic sights, for often through the silent nights a funeral with plumes and lights and music went to Camelot. Or when the moon was overhead, came two young lovers lately wed, 
I am half sick of shadows, said the Lady of Shalott. Part 3 A bow shot from her bower eaves. He rode between the barley sheaves. The sun came dazzling through the leaves, and flamed upon the brazen greaves of bold Sir Lancelot. A red cross knight forever kneeled to a lady in his shield that sparkled on the yellow field beside remote Shalott. The gemmy bridle glittered free, like to some branch of stars we see, hung in the golden galaxy, the bridle bells rang merrily. As he rode down to Camelot, and from his blazoned baldric slung, a mighty silver bugle hung, and as he rode his armor rung, beside remote Shalott. All in blue on clouded weather, thick jewels shone the saddle leather, the helmet and the helmet feather burned like one burning flame together as he rode down to Camelot. As often through the purple night, below the starry clusters bright, some bearded meteor trailing light moves over still Shalott. His broad, clear brow in sunlight glowed, on burnished hooves his warhorse trode, from underneath his helmet flowed his coal-black curls as on he rode, as he rode down to Camelot. From the bank and from the river, he flashed into the crystal mirror, Tira Lyra, by the river, sang Sir Lancelot. She left the web, she left the loom, she made three paces through the room, she saw the water lily bloom, she saw the helmet and the plume, she looked down to Camelot. Out flew the web and floated wide, the mirror cracked from side to side, the curse has come upon me, cried the Lady of Shalott. Part 4 in the stormy east wind straining, the pale yellow woods were waning, the broad stream in his banks complaining, heavily the low sky raining over toward Camelot. Down she came and found a boat, beneath a willow left afloat, and round about the prow she wrote, the Lady of Shalott. And down the river's dim expanse, like some bold seer in a trance, seeing all his own mischance with a glossy countenance, did she look to Camelot? And at the closing of the day, she loosed the chain, and down she lay. The broad stream bore her far away, the Lady of Shalott. Lying, robed in snowy white, that loosely flew to left and right, the leaves upon her falling light, through the noises of the night, she floated down to Camelot. And as the boat head wound along, the willy hills and fields among, they heard her singing her last song, the Lady of Shalott. Heard a carol, mournful, holy, chanted loudly, chanted lowly, till her blood was frozen slowly, and her eyes were darkened wholly, turned toward Camelot. For ere she reached upon the tide, the first house by the waterside, singing in her song she died, the Lady of Shalott. Under tower and balcony, by garden wall and gallery, a gleaming shape she floated by, dead pale between the houses high, Silent into Camelot, out upon the wharfs they came. Knight and burgher, lord and dame, all round the prow they read her name, the Lady of Shalott. Who is this, and what is here? And in the lighted palace near died the sound of royal cheer, and they crossed themselves for fear, all the knights at Camelot. But Lancelot mused a little space. He said, She has a lovely face. God in his mercy lend her grace. The Lady of Shalott.